What do you think the difference is between being afraid or being a coward? So everyone's afraid, but not everyone's a coward, right? Yeah. So for me, it's it comes down to how you respond to being afraid. If your response is, I'm going to run away, or your response is, I'm going to talk a big talk and hope they run away, and then you really have no sustenance behind your talk or no real way to defend yourself or you don't plan on defending yourself, to me, that's a coward. That's a coward 100%. Big facts. Yeah, we run into a lot of those. We do. Um, I feel like sometimes you get those in jiu-jitsu. Uh, you get guys, and then you know, there there is a difference, especially with new white belts. You have the new white belts that are a little hesitant to engage or want to roll with you, and it's like it's okay, I'm safe, you know. Yeah. Uh, but as you get as you get further along, we even talk about slot testing your belt, and you have those purple belts that you you know they're avoiding rolls with you. Those brown belts who are avoiding roles with you. That's where I think we get into that cowardice realm. Yeah, and it's like, it it's crazy because you run into so many different characters in jujitsu, but there's one thing that you hit at every gym and that's necessarily the not willing to drop the ego, which leads into that cowardice. Yeah. Like the harder you hold on to your ego is gonna come off as a, cow, like as a cowardice thing. Just because you're not really willing to branch out and learn anything new. You're not willing to train with someone that you feel can beat you, which in reality you should. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't progress just rolling with just dominating white belts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing against white belts, but they're still learning. They're here to learn. But as you already know that, you should test that. Yeah. And the not willingness to the like to not be willing to test it is what makes the coward to me. Copy. Hmm. Yeah, that and bullies. Mm, yeah. 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 Bullies. You know I hate bullies. Yeah. I had an incident recently where a bully put my name in their mouth. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Oh, man. I wish you had a video. I wanted to see it. Nah. It's probably better that it's left that way. I'm jealous. I wish I'd seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's I'm not that person, but if you're going to come to someone's house, piss on the floor, expect to have your face rubbed in it. That's how I look at it. No, I definitely agree, you know, but in, uh, I don't know. I don't know if the people have ever watched Star Wars, you know, but uh, I told the line, like, I'll be, I'll be a good guy if you're a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you cross that threshold or like you kind of force my hand or put a target on your own back, I have no problem jumping to the other side, you know? Yeah. No problem at all. So so you all about the dark side of the force. Now, you know what? Let me ask, before we get into that, let me ask you this. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? <laughs> Oh, man. So this is a hard question, but... It really is, because Disney kind of threw a wrench in it. So I'm going to say this. The newest three, all garbage to me. Mm, Okay. Um, My favorite, I'd probably say episode three. But the most iconic, I am willing to admit that it is the second of the original trilogy. Which Mm, one is it? um, Not A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah. The Luke, I'm your father. That's the most iconic. Copy. Hands down. And then, you know, Disney bought it. They got us excited with Rogue One and then pissed on our pissed in our house. You think you really think they really pissed on the house with Ray? I don't think it's her fault. Okay. I think it's the writing. Because to me, Palpatine's too big of a character to just be like, Oh yeah, in the third movie, he's back. And then the second movie, like the direct the direction was just kind of weird, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, but I don't think it was the acting's fault. I don't think it was Ray's fault because overall the concept I liked. I liked. I liked Ray. Mm-hmm. She was cool. Um, I thought that they could have did some cool things with like introducing a staff as her lightsaber because she mm. has a staff the whole movie. And yeah, then you just give her a regular lightsaber. So I just thought I felt like they dropped the ball on a lot of stuff. And a staff in the sense of like Darth Maul's lightsaber. 
kind of, but maybe different, you know, just, uh, just depending on how she wields it, they, they could have did a lot of things, yeah. you know, and they just kind of were, and then the whole, at the end, I'm Ray Skywalker. No, you're not. No, <laughs> no, you're not. Stop playing. You, you just chose that. I, you know, I choose names sometimes too, so never mind. I guess, but you know, <laughs> I would have, I would have like, it makes more sense in storytelling for her to be like, Hey. I'm a Palpatine. I chose my path to be good. You mm-hmm. aren't what your family bloodline or what people tell you are. You are what you make yourself. Yeah. And it was a cop out to be like, I'm I'm Ray Skywalker. No, you're not. Yeah. I'm not a fan of what they did with uh, my man Finn's character. Me like neither. I just felt like there was especially with the promos of the first one where they're like oh they got the black dude wooden lightsaber for the first time since Samuel Jackson you're they like blackfished us bro man they blackfished us <laughs> hardcore <laughs> man and i you know i think john kind of feels the same way based upon some of the things i've seen in the interviews and it's and then the whole relationship with him and poe with the questionable like are they gay or what's going on like are they just homies like they they kind of screwed us. Like I, I don't care if they're gay or not, but like just be upfront and be real about it. Like don't like try to like well, hint had, and then not hint. Go. He had like three love interests. Yeah, uh, two girls and a dude. Yeah. So Ray, the I, I the the Asian girl mm-hmm. that had the twin that died in the movie, yeah. and then and then Poe. Technically Poe. Yeah. So I was just kind of confused on what was. I think I think he was supposed to be a Jedi, and for whatever reason they changed they it up and. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what to do with them. They're like, make them love everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that, that was, uh, they, they played my boy. No, they definitely did. Um, who's your favorite Jedi? So I have, a, I have a lot of characters in Star Wars, and I'm like, that's my dog. Let's list them. Um, Going back to bullies, number one is going to be Darth Vader. I don't like bullies, uh, but, but you know he's a he's a cool character overall. You know there is something to getting the job done and being tactically sound and making sure that it's finished. And I, and that's what I like about Darth Vader and like the whole like even when he was Anakin. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell. <laughs> you can kind of tell. I don't know if you watch Clone Wars, but there's a lot of instances where they're yeah. like, that's not Jedi-like, bro. Uh, I was just watching this thing recently, and they pointed out how he was like really into fascism. Uh, like the scene where he's sitting with Natalie Portman and uh, I'm, I'm with, uh, Senator Amidala, at the, you know, because yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, Senator yeah. Amidala. And uh, you, know what, you know what scene I'm talking about, right? Which one? Well, uh, they're, they're in the field. They're talking. And I think she's like, well... That's what the Republic's for, to do X, Y, and Z. And then Anakin's like, someone should just come in and make them do it. Yeah. And she's just yeah. like, <laughs> she's like, hey, yo. <laughs> she's like, yo, that's not, no, that's not what we do here. Yeah. And yeah, see. But, and then my second favorite character is uh, a tie between Ahsoka Tano and Obi Wan. Okay. Yeah. And then third is Mace. Mace. Okay. Oh, yeah. I feel like I have to take Mace first, man. The only reason I can't take Mace first is because the other three have that I mentioned have so much more like story story to them. Okay. Like Mace, there's so much mystery to Mace. I think that's kind of why I like him because I can kind of fill in my own little. Like, this is what he did. This is this is what Mace would do. This is how yeah. Mace would approach being a um, jujitsu practitioner. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So it's funny because remember I told you that's kind of why like I was stalking Instagrams from like gyms in the area. Yeah. And I seen that you were like, I'm the Mace. I'm going to be the Mace Windu of Jiu-Jitsu. And I was like, bet. I'm yeah. going to pull it. Yeah, bro. That's, 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 that's my dude. I think, I think it was boss of Samuel. Be like, nah, I want a purple lightsaber. Yeah, now there's so much lore about it. <laughs> there's so much lore about it. <laughs> that and purple is my favorite color. So brother man and it's samuel like everything he does it just i don't care that he uses the same voice the same you know what cadence it he's samuel is gold i'm surprised they didn't let him drop the mf in star wars man that would have been dope that would have made it move that would have wanted oscars yeah <laughs> that would have yeah. wanted oscars yeah no big facts um 
Uh, so I was to say, uh, oh, speaking of Jedi um, and approaching jujitsu, how do you think, let's just say, because I feel like, how do you think a Jedi would approach learning jujitsu? I think they'd approach it the exact same way, in all honesty. Like, okay. it, it sounds crazy, but they're always, they're all about like in a way peace mm -hmm. order going with the flow yeah you know in jujitsu it's everything has its steps everything has its order everything has its flow that you're start, supposed to follow and you yeah. have to trust in that to get from move to move position to position you know what i mean whereas the sith are like forcing shit mm -hmm. and like in jujitsu you can't really force shit like you can yeah but the more you learn the other side of it it's gonna go. So I don't I don't really think they change much. And in all honesty, this would probably be their martial art. Mm, okay. You know? Yeah. Whereas the Sith would probably be like Muay Thai or something. It's funny you mentioned force. That's the new word I'm gonna start using for strength. Okay. Um I just ran into uh and I've done this before with other like white belts where they just try to like, you know, either you get them a knee on belly or you have them in tight pin and they just try to explode with all their the really strong ones. And try to explode with all the strength. You just feel it. Just keep going. It's like, hey, you do realize that you're tying yourself out. That I have you beat. That the more force you use, the more force I'm going to use. Stop. Rethink your path. Use some technique and do some jujitsu. Stop trying to force shit. And that's why understanding the flow of it all, like how the that that's why Jedi's would thrive in jujitsu, just because understanding the flow of everything. Mm -hmm. Like you have to know when you're going to shrimp. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be able to feel that timing, feel when that pressure is changing. You have to be able to feel all that, you know? Um, if you keep forcing shit, you're never going to feel it. Yeah. And, like, it's funny that you brought up white belts because, uh, you know, as, as you know, I've been gymless for, like, two weeks. Yeah. But uh, so I've been uh, I've been kind of, like, using my lady as, like, uh it's like uh, just to like get some drilling in, not really yeah. pushing, pre putting pressure. And she is like kind of piquing her curiosity a bit. Um, <sighs> fucking white belts, man. That's all, that's, all, <laughs> that's all I got to say about it. Because that's that's what I noticed. That's immediately what she tries to do. She tries to like force me into positions, which is crazy for so yeah. many reasons. Yeah. Like, it, go ahead. I, well, I was going to say like, I'm teaching you this. I'm stronger than you. And not only am I teaching you this, and I'm stronger than you, I'm so much bigger than you, and you're trying to force me. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um, we were doing a drill. I was doing the drill with White Belt, and I just, it's just a simple arm drag. I'm not even gripping or anything, nothing. Just my hands are on his, you know, the stomach. He's supposed to go two, two hands on the cuff, drag the arm across. He's just, rah, rah. and I'm like, hey, bro. I'm not even resisting you right now. Slower is faster. Chill out. So, so that, so that, that's where I think we differ. That's where, mm -hmm. that's where I'm like, I know for a fact that you're a Jedi. Like you may be more towards Mace Windu, mm -hmm. but you're a Jedi. I'm a great Jedi, you know, where like the dark side's kind of cool, you know? Okay. <laughs> dark side's kind of cool. But I'm a trial by fire because I would never tell him, like, you're using too much force. Mm. I let him figure it out. Copy. I let him figure it out. And I purposely do things that come off as, like, I guess dickish. Mm. But when someone tells you, like, yo, someone will pick up your breathing patterns and kind of manipulate that versus yeah. someone actually doing it, it's... One thing is like, oh, don't touch that. It's hot compared to you touch it. It's hot. You know, it's hot. And I don't want nothing to do with that. And yeah. you're going to correct it so much quicker. Yeah. At least that's how I work. No. And, and I think you're correct. For me, I approach things in the way that I want to be taught. That's really what it is. Okay. I, I am very much trial by fire in the sense of like, give me the general concept. Let me jump in, try to figure it out. If I fail, I fail come in, correct me. Let me go back in and try to fix, work in with your corrections. That's, that's how I am trial by fire. But when it comes to like my instructors or someone teaching me something, I, I really just need you to tell me, Hey, this is the problem I see. You can fix it by doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to try that. 
Okay. That, that's who I am. I feel it. I feel it. I get. I, I'm not gonna lie. I get a weird like kind of like joy out of just like hurting people. No, I want to say hurting people. Just like you see that. Wait. So wait. I gotta ask this. What is the dark side of jujitsu to you? Mm. Heel hooks, wrist locks, leg locks. Um, I, a lot of people think it's like bad. Reaping the knee, I understand how it's bad, um, mm -hmm. but that like knee reaps, that's all dark side jujitsu. Would you me. add bicep slicers into there? Honestly, I'd say calf slicers more than bicep slicers, okay. just because it has to do with the knee. Bicep slicers, not as much. Hurts like it hurts like a motherfucker, mm -hmm. but no, I don't know why. You know, that's a really why. good bicep slicer is Trevor Hansen. I keep bringing him up, but. I'm going to have to teach I'm going to have him teach me that. Which one yeah, is it? It's always, I'm going to be real with you. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Because um, I haven't studied that far in open guard. <laughs> um, but he does this thing where he gets my, I think it's, it's a lasso. He gets the, he gets a lasso and he has like a two on, two, two hands on one cuff grip and he extends his knee out. And some he does something over here that ends up like flipping me, but the way he has the lasso with his knee, it like always gets right here in my bicep when he pulls me over. So if I don't go with it, or if I don't flex, my arm is jacked every time, bro. So you know, a couple, a couple weeks ago, I went back home. Right, mm -hmm. I got caught by a bicep slicer for the first time in like my family's gym. Oh my gosh, my, my my arm was sore for like days. Shout out to my boy Ben. He tried to show me, but it it it, it involved too much like flexibility to me. But yo, I went to punch him at the wedding. He was like, he was like, yeah, man, everybody's dancing, taking shots, and then I'd reach over to get my drink, and I'd be like, oh, I hate you, Ben. Yeah, fuck you, Ben. <laughs> That's what's up. Um. So, uh, actually, I, I do have a quick question for you. Yeah. Who would you rather compete against in a tournament? Someone who has, like, I guess the mentality of a Jedi, someone who's going to flow, someone mm -hmm. who's kind of looking for the strategic path to win, or just a fucking physical anomaly? And someone I would describe more as, like, a Sith-type person. Someone who understands jujitsu, but someone who's trying to come in and impose their will. Hmm. Roided out or not, either way. Hmm. And then to I think, my bad. And then to stack on the question, do you think Jedi's would use steroids in jujitsu, or do you think that would just be like a Sith thing? I think that'd be a Sith thing. I okay. don't think I don't think Jedi would use steroids. I think that's kind of against the natural flow, so that wouldn't be the path that they go. Um, to go back to your previous question, it's a good question. I think I'm gonna have to say the Sith. Okay. Why is that? More predictable. More predictable. Okay. Be and and then also with that, I know I don't have to hold back. Okay. Because nine times out of ten, if it's someone like that, they're looking to kill. And then I'm not if I know if I know you're looking to like if I know it's life or death, there is no regulated switch of like I'm gonna pull this back when I whatever move I do. If we're talking jujitsu or like, you know, fighting there's no pulling back okay. there is i'm going to kill you or i'm going to be killed it's either or okay i think <clears throat> so at this point i think i've realized like i acknowledge that i i think i'm decent at jujitsu mm -hmm. for my belt but my favorite thing when it comes to tournaments more than winning is putting on an exciting match like i feel like the 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 one who put the the video up or whatever and I was like you know what I'm talking about I don't know his name the dude I competed against I don't oh know. oh sideshow sideshow I'm not as like proud as that match because I felt like I was just kind of like kind of trying to gain energy to the next one I wasn't really going to finish yeah um, however. I've had matches where me and the dude are both like going at it back and forth, back and forth. He shoots for something, I shoot for something. I think I'd rather lose that match mm -hmm. than win the other one just because 
it's exciting to watch. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. It kind of it allows you to open your gas tank, like really, like really push the pedal to the metal and see like what you can do. And then everybody likes a highlight, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd rather fight a Sith too. Yeah. On some, on, yeah. I'd rather. I just feel like a Jedi. It's kind of the same thing um, that I say when I'm competing against people who are calm, like. When I know that you're calm and you're just like, come on, what you got for me? It's those people I'm like, damn, what do they have for me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I could jump back and forth, but it's it's something about like. Oh, you're so far away from the mic. <laughs> oh, my bad. Don't get me wrong. I can jump back and forth, but it's something about like. I played football for a long time, so something about being able to like find someone who wants to roll with me who's willing to be a neanderthal with me mm-hmm. is exciting it's, yeah. it's just fucking exciting um and then like as you know like sometimes it's tough to find roles in gyms like yeah. for in your case like i'm sure you go to gyms and people don't want to roll with you just because you got a deep bag you know yeah. and if they know you and they know you have a deep bag they're gonna be like oh hey what's up yeah let's talk let's conversate Oh, I was gonna roll with them though. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, they bad. talk for like the first minute, how a minute of the roll. Hey, how's your life going? How you doing? Hey, you got kids yet, bro? Like I'm trying to roll, bro. Like I know you're tired. I know, like I got a what? Like you said, I got a deep bag or whatever the case is. Cause you feel that energy from people, and you feel. You know what's really funny is I recently went to one of my old gyms, and I know someone there has always marked me as a rival. Okay. It's so rolling with them. It was like you could feel that energy, and it's like they, they want they want to take it, but they're like, mm, I know I, I know I shouldn't, but 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 I just I just want to see I just want to see if I could take you know that kind of energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny rolling with people when you feel that. You want to know one of the funniest things, and like not even just in jin, in jujitsu. I'm sure it happens in everything. When one competitor is like, "Oh, this is my rival," and the other competitor is like. Good job, little guy. I'm glad to see you grow, you know? <laughs> like, like, they view each other so much differently than... Sometimes I wonder if that's how Michael Ross sees me. <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask him, man. <laughs> you have to ask him. Mike, uh, we got questions. Uh, no, speaking of uh, questions, I mean, he called you out, bro. Oh, he knows where I am. He got my number. <laughs> he knows, he, yeah, he got my number. He called you, you know? out on your own damn show, bro. You know, actually, you know, I, I appreciate the boldness. Last time we had some good roles, but he got my number. If he wanted to smoke for real, he did, you know, he texted me. I can't do the, 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 the line, whatever, whatever it is. You know, I, my hotline still bling, Mike. Give me. We talked about, um, we mentioned the dark side jujitsu and like wrist locks and leg locks. Do you dabble in any of that? Anyone who knows me knows I do, bro. Anyone okay. who knows me. So like wrist locks, I don't know why. There's just something satisfying about like catching someone in a wrist lock because they come from anywhere. Mm. Like. If you put your hand flat on someone's stomach, they can wrist lock you. If they can trap the elbow, you know, they, they come from anywhere. Yeah. And then it's like, it's demoralizing to them in two ways. Like one, it's the, I got I got submitted and the ego in me is like, damn, that sucks. And then two, it's like, who even know a wrist could feel like that, you know? So it's, yeah. it, I, I don't know, I just think it's funny. And then I'm deceptively quick at getting to let leg lock love them love them yeah Uh, um i'm actually gonna start doing a wrist lock study i think when i start thinking about jujitsu more and more as i'm transitioning out of the sport aspect of it to more and more self-defense i think wrist locks are important i think i think in self-defense they're a little harder you know Mm because Unless you're in a situation where they're looking to grab you, you know, it, it just really depends. If so, if someone's throwing okay. them, they throw them out the window. Yeah. But if they're, if they're trying to grapple you, you'll end that fight so quick and they won't even know what the fuck happened. Yeah. And that's why I'm more thinking from the aspect of, you know, you have, you see a lot of times on videos and, you know, in altercations, you have a guy, oops, oops, oops. No, we you know, they're shoving or they shove with one arm, you know. 
So that you're giving me your arm. That's the same thing that arm drag I was talking about. You, when when they extend their arm to come into your space, they're giving you a, a, a weapon to attack them with. Yeah, and it's funny because so most people you're stronger than or mm -hmm. or feel like you're going to be stronger than, they're going to like post their hand on you to always try and control that distance, to mm -hmm. always try and keep you at bay. And that's where I get most of my wrist locks because they put it flat. And they're not really paying attention. They're not thinking about it. So as soon as you can, and you can grab that elbow and just slowly start putting weight onto the wrist, especially if you can kind of get your body weight up and over. So it's like pushing the wrist down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad time. I was going to say, that's actually why I went to A-side is to deepen my dark side, my my uh, my dark side bag. Oh, okay. for, I, for leg locks. I went in and I pretty much told Armin, I was like... Yeah, I, I'm not like too proficient in leg locks, and he busts out laughing, and he's like, "That's my favorite." And he, I was like, "Where do I sign?" Yeah, okay, you know. And he definitely, he definitely caught me up. That's for sure. He definitely yeah. put me where I need to be. He put me, he put me into a point where I'm comfortable. I'm not trying to get. I don't get in shootouts. I like that's stupid. But I'm comfortable when my when you have my leg. As long you know, if you you start crossing over to hill hook territory, we got you know we got to make sure we clear the knee lines and the foots and get them off our hips and get out of there. But start that scramble. Yeah, but if we're talking if we're talking just like a straight ankle lock, usually I'm I'm comfortable kicking my foot through and you know stepping over that foot that you got to clear. Yeah, that's that's kind of what happened to me at my last tournament. I thought I was good because I kicked my foot through, but I didn't mm -hmm. like get over. Oh, uh, you didn't hop over the foot? Yeah, because I he he had my foot like halfway up, like he like he had like a lot of space before he was back on my toes. Okay, and when he like ripped back, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting it to like still sink in, you know. So. Copy. Yeah. So going back, um, we were talking about. Um, People who don't want to roll with you. How do you handle people who don't want to roll with you? Uh, and like, from the perspective of they're afraid. Not not like, you know what I mean? Like the newer white belt who's like, oh, I, that nervous energy. Not like, oh, I'm afraid, but like that nervous energy. Don't want to roll with you. So for me, it just depends. Um, I I Because especially with white belts, I look back to when I was a white belt and I was, they were teaching me arm bars and I was looking across the mat and they're doing barren bolos and flying triangles. And I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. So I initially had that, I guess, that fear as well. And if there's someone who acknowledges it and they're willing to move forward, I very I let them know very early on that I'm here to teach. I'm here to like help you okay. as much as I can. Like yeah. I'm not a black belt, but any questions that you have that I can answer... Ask me after the roll. Okay. Ask me while we're drilling. Um, and I'm not I'm not someone who's so full of myself that's not willing to, like, if I can't answer the question, we'll stop what we're doing and I'll ask the professor. Yeah. And we'll, we'll both go to school, you know? So for me, if it's someone who's willing to face and acknowledge, like, okay, I'm kind of scared of, like, rolling with this person, but fuck it, mm -hmm. I'm always going to be respectful and mindful that they have that fear and okay. just kind of do everything I can to negate that whether it be an insecurity, whether it be a genuine fear, whatever it is, mm -hmm. I try and do whatever I can to make them feel comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, but if they're a coward, I'm going to give my chance one day and I'm not teaching you shit. Mm. Yeah. I'm smashing. Depends on who you are. I, I still... Even if you're a coward, I still have to teach you a lesson. It's almost it's almost like in, in the movies when the hero beats the villain and the villain's like tied up and you know the villain is beat and they they could talk all the mess they want, but you you're gonna tell them that one last thing that might help them change yeah. and walk off. Yeah. Well, I don't mean like I'm gonna just like beat them up, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I've noticed in my time training are the people that are afraid to roll with you, they generally don't even really talk to you. You know what yeah. I mean? So whenever I do finally roll with them, I don't feel the need to talk to them or teach them anything because that's not the relationship we've built. Yeah. You know, um, the people 
who are willing to roll with me, we usually build a relationship, become friends, joke around, like, hell, we came to a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we I got mean? a whole dang podcast off of it. Yeah. <clears throat> so those people I'm willing to, like, invest in and, like, teach and, like, kind of, like, see where their jujitsu journey goes. The people mm-hmm. who I feel are, like, I don't want to roll with him because he's big. I usually don't feel like they're going to make it unless they have like a genuine reason. I usually feel like that's someone who's going to quit anyway. Okay. Yeah. What What about you, man? Because I know I've seen it firsthand. I know there's people that don't like rolling with you. Um, For me, I just try to keep my distance. With anyone, I've said this before, I read energy. So if your energy is like, hey, I don't want you around me or, hey, I don't like you or... It could be nothing like that. It could just be that you just have awkward energy and you're socially awkward. But if I feel energy that you're uncomfortable around me, I keep my distance. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. When it comes to females, I'm like, I'm gone. Like I, like, I don't even look at you. I'm in the corner of the mat. Like, I got my lady. I don't need none of that. For so many reasons, I keep my distance from women in the gym. And maybe the biggest one is I sweat so much. And Same. then like the mm-hmm. situations where they're like, oh, go roll with her over there. I feel bad. Like, yeah. I, like I mostly just play guard. But like I see their face when they grab my gi and it's just fucking disgusting. But have you ever gotten those that the other the flip side of that where there's someone who you know is, for lack of a better word, throwing it at you, right? Like you know, like a girl is obviously kind of flirting with you, you know, she's talking a little extra longer with you, and you know, you're rolling and you just happen to you know when you're rolling, you catch eyes with someone, you're like, they're watching me. And you, you're still rolling, and you rolling, and you're like, oh, they're still watching me. They're looking you dead ass in your eyes. You're just like, oh, this person is vibing me. Yeah. So I'm going to start this answer off by saying, Lauren, I love you. It has nothing to do with us. There you have it. You heard it here first. Lauren, he loves you. You know, yeah. You know, I'm reiterating, Ben. You know, we're good. <laughs> but I've done jujitsu for a long time. Um I've definitely felt those situations where mm-hmm. I feel like like things can be misread for more than what they are. Yeah. Or or like even in some situations they were they were in that, but like now in my situation I like I I set boundaries immediately as soon as I if they even start like getting any type of flirty, I'm like, Yeah, me and my girlfriend love to <laughs> like you, you know. Just so that boundary yeah. set, and they know that contact with me and jujitsu is just jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the same for me. Um, in another life, probably been a different story, but the life I have now, me and my lady, I'm gonna rock with her to the day I die. Ladies, it's not our fault we're handsome. <laughs> it's not our fault. You know? Well, my lady, trust me. We've been we've been through a lot, and. In general, relationship wise, I, I would I would say I've been through a lot, but I put a lot of women through a lot, and in that I kind of figured out what it takes to be a good partner, a good man. Not saying I'm perfect, not saying there the job is done because there's always work to do. But someone once told me you have uh, three great loves in your life, all to fuck up so you can figure it out. And I'd hope that wasn't the case for me, but I really feel like that was the case for me. I wouldn't say I've had three in terms of like women. I, uh, unless we're counting, you know, jujitsu. Is jujitsu one? Uh, A great love? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can count jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, then I'm at at two. Yeah, two. Okay. But but yeah, honestly, kind of like piggybacking off of what you said. I realize how hard it is for women who date a jujitsu practitioner or a competitor. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it's, it's hard to date a practitioner just yeah. due to the fact that jujitsu does this thing where the people who like it, they get addicted to it. It's like, a, it's like a drug to the point where I know that my girl doesn't, my girl doesn't care. She doesn't care. Mine does not care. She doesn't either. care. But every time I want to talk about it, 
she either pretends to be interested mm-hmm. she or she'll genuinely engage in the conversation. Same. She's probably like, she gives us so much time because whenever I train, I don't go train for an hour. I go to multiple classes. I go to two classes and then they're rolling after. Yeah. That's like two and a half hours after work. Then even then, today we're shooting the podcast. Yeah. You know, so it takes up so much of my time. Thank you, Lauren. And she, she's so like, she's very supportive about the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Thank you. No, and thank and shout out to my lady. Thank you, baby, for always listening to me and hearing me drone on and tell you moves that you don't understand. And let me hold on, let me show you this concept and this how this works real quick. Like, no, no, you don't understand. If you just did this real quick, it would work. Like, thank you for dealing with my shenanigans. I love you. <laughs> that that's where my girl draws the line. She's like, What am I dating you for if I need to learn how to do this? She's like, What well, like no. For when you're not for when you're not with him. Like, didn't you just go on a trip without him? What if you had to tear some stuff up? He wasn't there to protect you. Just you saying. Exactly. That's that's it. That's exactly. it. My man's spitting facts. So all y'all <laughs> ladies out there that are like, oh, my man will protect me. No. 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 Go learn some self-defense, please. Please. I'm going to say just please. I'm, I'm not going to be aggressive with the women. <laughs> but on I'm, some- A little ahead. bit. I am. Learn yeah. something in case he's not around. I'm going to say this for the dudes. Get your ass out there and learn some self-defense. <sighs> you know- I'm not going to say anything to the dudes because you're a grown man. You can do what you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you uh, if you need your if you need a lady to protect you, there's a lot of lady practitioners out here, you mm-hmm. know, and they'll be glad to keep you safe. I know a couple. Um, we uh, about to have some on the show. Actually, we we're, were talking about that. I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited for one. I think it's important that somehow this gap between men and women is bridged, and we 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 find a way to come together and it's fu- it's funny because i don't really feel that gap like i feel that gap everywhere but martial arts yes yes and i feel like if more men and women did martial arts let's just say the whole world did martial arts like our nation we had it in school i feel we'd have less problems and we wouldn't have what you're talking about outside of the gym well i think it would do so much because After a certain point, after playing sports, I, I there was a time where I probably was kind of a, a hothead, kind of a douchebag, mm-hmm. like getting into like bar fights, fights and stuff like that. Yeah. That would have never happened. Because as soon as I got to jujitsu and I got beat up by a nerdy dude named Tristan, Tristan to this day is my boy, but he, he handled me, handled me. Mm-hmm. And he's so much smaller than me. It made me realize, like, yo, you don't know what people can do. Yeah. You might run into the wrong dude one day. And putting that mindset into people from, like, a a younger age will stop bullying. Will stop this online harassment. Mm Because, like, that's all it is. A bunch of cowards typing online. Mm -hmm. And then... They don't. They don't face no real consequences. Yeah. So, or they want to yell stuff behind your back as you're walking away, but never would get up and actually take a stand in front of anybody because they know they would have to do something about it. Make jokes at your expense. Yeah. And knowing that you can't, you can't hold Buddy's jockstrap. You know, people like that. It wouldn't exist. Yeah. The deeper you get into martial arts, it doesn't exist because you know your limitations, you know your strengths, and then on a step further. You know what you can do to someone. And most people don't want to genuinely harm someone. You no. Know? And I, I I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't do this to hurt anybody. I do this for folks who try to hurt me or people I love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I'm not against it if you want to take it there, but I don't want to. No. You know? So I get you. I, I do I do agree with you. I do agree with you 100%. Yeah. Um. I think we're like at that point, though, as a, as as we say all this. So we should probably start wrapping up. Uh, DJ, it's been great having you back, bro. It was lonely without you. Hey, I, man. Thank I shot you. two episodes without you, bro. My bad, two, man. My bad, you know. Two. I want to cry. Hey, it won't happen no more. Um, Michael Ross, we're definitely going to link up because you ain't going to call me out in my seat, brother. <laughs> that was kind of savage. In my seat. But it's all right. We still cool. Nah. We still cool. Um, yeah, I'm really sad. Uh, dang, that episode was going to be so much better. I should show you the director's cut. 
All right, yeah, let's hit it uh, up. Because uh, I'll say this out here. we The last episode of Michael Ross, there was this whole thing. We had this whole announcement, everything planned. But due to some circumstances that are actually, I mean, kind of out of my control, I guess I could have did it sooner, but I whatever. Uh, due to some circumstances, it did not happen. So I had to like do a whole revamp. That whole day was stressful, bro. I believe it, bro. I, I want to do editing. I wanted to shoot myself in the face that day. It's part of it was like we're, we're on Wednesday, right? Oh, we're on Thursday, and I'm yeah. I, yesterday. I was like, I'm not doing shit. Oh, bro. today I was like, I need a half a day break. I just uh, it was exhausting. Go ahead. I told you, I told you part of my day yesterday. You don't. I, oh yeah, you had t- tell me about it. You had like a leak at your job or something. No, bro. So uh, we do bathroom remodels. Okay, we were tearing out a shower and we hit a pipe. And that pipe was a septic pipe that uh, ran under the shower. So it wasn't water leaking out. It was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I wasn't, you know, that's why we're shooting a day late. Yeah. It's all, no, it's all good. I wasn't like, I wasn't tripping. No. I think uh, I, th- I went to the gym. I, I could have came late, but I went home and cried in the shower. No, me. like when you told me, <laughs> when I think you texted me around like it was like, it was like seven, eight. And I was like, man, it's getting kind of late. I'm going to go to the gym. I imagine when he's done, he's going to be tired. So rinse, wash, repeat. We'll link up later. <laughs> I went home and cried in the shower for hours. It was terrible. Uh, did you smell? Hmm? Did you smell like, like, like poo? Well, the thing is, I'm in a high enough position to where I don't have to do it. Weird flex, but, but okay, I had, bro. I had, I still had to go and talk to the customer and do uh, like managerial shit. Okay. And being in that house made me want to cry. And then I still had to go get it, get pictures. So I had to put my rain boots on and trudge through it. Uh, yeah, not a fun time. Yeah, man. So, um, and. We can cut this if you want to at this point. So I'm going to ask you about your new gym thing before we sign off. If you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. Okay. Uh, so at this point now, before we sign off, uh, you're, you don't have a home right now. So what are you looking for in a new gym? Overall, I think it's time that I expand my... Just my martial arts knowledge in general. Okay. And I always want to do jujitsu. Jujitsu is always going to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I've been on the outside looking in, wanting to dive into Muay Thai for a while now, for a long time. And I've been mm-hmm. talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And I found a gym that works with my schedule, that teaches both, that I feel that I feel will be good for me in the mm-hmm. long run, you know? So, okay. That's pretty that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Um I have my mindset on where I'm gonna go. Okay. But I've just taken some time to like work, hang out with my lady because she's been vacationing. I've been doing my thing, you know. So Yeah. And then get back into it. That's what's up. Um I actually I've been purchasing uh some dynamic striking videos recently. So if you wanna get into oh, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some of that, you know, I got that Mike Tyson peekaboo, you know. <sighs> I know, right? That's like like we could ever learn that for real. I'm down to learn it, but that man's on a short list of people I genuinely fear. Never met him in my life, but but I just the the videos genuinely fear that. It, it, him in action scares you, or is it just like him in general? Because he seems like a very chill person. Just don't piss him off. Just don't be disrespectful. The way he talks about having another person personality mm-hmm. scares me, bro. Because. To a certain degree, I understand it. Yeah, um, football is a very painful sport. So to and not like for me, I had to com- compartmentalize certain things, and it came to a point to where football Devonte was not Devonte. Mm. You know. Yeah. So I understand what he's saying when he does that, but with him, it's different to where you can genuinely see the switch, bro. Yeah, you can see the switch, and it's. He goes from a very cool and calm and collected and wise guy mm-hmm. to an animal. Be real with you. That is always why my whole life I've shied away from competition. Because there's this switch inside of me that I know turns into an animal that is ruthless. It's like, I don't care. I will kill every last one of you. So, so the crazy thing is, bro, is to a certain degree, 
I miss that. I miss, so I know how to turn the switch on, mm -hmm. but I miss being able to do it all the time. Mm. I miss being able to, because it's. You don't get that through competition? Because I feel like I get that a lot through competition. Well, I don't compete that much. Okay. You know, um, the schedule, like for scheduling, maybe some of it's cowardice, whatever, Man, whatever you, for whatever reason. But. You work, what, 12 hour days walking in feces? <laughs> it's, like, it's not all the time. <laughs> like, but you get what I'm saying though, right? Like, yeah. Like it's one thing to be a competitor. Like me, my, I work contract work and I do the, I make enough money to where I can, you know, take time off or I can, my hours are set by myself. As long as I get X amount of work done, it doesn't matter what I do. Right. So my scenario is different than yours. So obviously I can compete more than you can. Yeah. And part of me, part of it is, is whenever I compete, I have to sacrifice so much time that I'm already kind of sacrificing. Yeah. And um, it just kind of cause, causes, um, I wouldn't say problems, but I can tell like after two weeks of me grinding for this competition, knowing there's like six more, I can visually, I can visually see how sad it makes my lady because she's like, you're going to do this for six more weeks. Yeah. So do you think there's a balance you can have with it? Do you think that you could do work in like, the, so the, this question is a little bit loaded um, in the sense of I've already have an answer for myself. And this is how I'm approaching it for myself to see if this is the way I can do it. And so how that is, is um, where I, I'm always in competition shape. Like I work out and I stay in competition shape. So the only thing that I have to dial in is my technique. Yeah. Um, so for me at this point, I've let myself get far enough out of shape to where it's going to be like a five, six month process, you know? Yeah. Um, but overall, I think I need to start, like, I've been disciplining myself slowly because it's not an overnight thing yeah. um, to get up earlier and ride the bike, get a first, get that first workout done mm. early in the day. Yeah. Then whenever I start training again tomorrow or whenever I start training again at my gym, start going to certain classes daily, just kind of getting on a schedule and sticking to that schedule. Yeah. Do you ever play like your PlayStation while you're riding the bike? I used to do that to motivate myself to ride the bike when I didn't have it. No. Um, okay. Whenever I'm riding the bike, it's usually when I watch my anime. I'm not going to lie. I'll, no, that's, uh, yeah. I'll put Funimation on my phone and just get it. Dope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I'm coming back, man. Um, DJ's coming back. Jay's coming back. Yeah, actually, I I would like to say that you can't even call it a comeback with me. I'm good right now. Oh, like, yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, like it was funny. We were in class the other day, uh, and professor was like, "How much you weigh?" I was like, 200 and he was like, he looked at me. I was like, "You know what? I'm like 195." He was like, "Nah, we go try to scale." Now I stepped on scales, 196.9, but still, <laughs> like. Close enough. You know, because after that last comp back in October, I let myself get up to like 225, 230 for a second. Now, you look back at these other these podcasts, I was looking a little chunky for a second, but I just I needed uh, I needed a mental break to kind of reset to recalibrate that discipline like you're talking about. Well, it's 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 important to like really reset yourself, especially when it comes to competition, because people don't like talk about it, but it, it does take a lot out of you. Yeah. Um it takes a lot out of you in terms of, and like, especially like, this isn't your case, of course, but like, especially when it's the case of someone who keeps falling short, mm -hmm. you're not getting anything back. So yeah. you don't get that like refuel. And that's the danger of like competing, yeah. you know, is if you never, if you never get that satisfaction, it's eventually going to fizzle out. I, you know, I still stand by if you're falling short by going one route, you should go another route. If you've done that route, maybe two, three times, try a different route. For me, I, like I say, when I'm in comp mode, I'm going to other gyms, I'm going to open mats. I'm not, when I'm yeah. really, when I'm really on it, I like, we've talked about it. I train with ASA, I train with team because I am part of the team, but in order for me 
to eat and getting that that monster mode, I gotta go hit open mats. Yeah, and like I felt like Never mind. Never mind. We'll talk about that off. Alright, we'll talk about it later. We gotta get we gotta wrap this up anyway, so Thank you guys all for tuning in. DJ, you got anything you want to say before we sign off here? To, uh, you know, my side teammates, I miss y'all. Oh, yeah, they're competing this weekend. Yeah, I know. Good luck, guys. Also, happy birthday, dog. Oh, it's, thank uh, you, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate it's, you. It's early today. It's but, early. Uh, by this weekend, you know, yeah. happy birthday, G. My G, appreciate you. And I appreciate all you guys um, because we are there. Hold on, I'm going to put a clap on this one. We have reached 100 subscribers. Mm. So thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and share because we're just trying to keep doing this, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to smoke, you know. Michael Ross is the only one who's hit me up who's want to smoke, so I'm assuming everybody's is good on it. So you know, crickets. If you change your mind, hit me. You know, I was telling I was telling Michael Ross that uh, we should make ourselves the big three of SoCal. We should just start going around to different gyms and like, what's up? And I'm not saying disrespectfully. I'm not saying disrespectfully. I'm not saying challenge anyone in the sense of like, oh, I'm better than you. I have a big ego. But I'm saying in the sense of like, how are you going to, I want to know where I rank. And I know competitions for that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, not everyone who's good competes. We, uh, 100%, 100% on that. But yeah, we should jump on that. We should jump on that for sure. Cool. I'm well, we'll we'll get on that, and uh, until next time, thank you guys so much, yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll get you. Peace. Yup.